crazy birds. Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that the world generates at least 3.5 million tons of plastic and other solid waste a day? Imagine 15 grocery bags filled with plastic trash that are piled up on every single yard of shoreline in the world. That is how much plastic trash ends up in the oceans every year. Our guest today is a professional actor the founder of the leading zero-waste living blog, GoingZeroWaste.com. She's also a spokesperson for the National Geographic Planet or Plastic Campaign. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Catherine Kellogg. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You're most welcome. Catherine, how did your sustainable journey start? Well, it's uh, kind of a long story. So when I was in college, I had a breast cancer scare and it really made me question a lot of the products that I was using in everyday life. And plastic is a known endocrine disruptor. An endocrine disruptor interferes with our hormones and they can be found in anything like beauty products, cleaning products, the fire retardants in our mattresses, plastic. I mean, they're in a whole bunch of things. And so I really started by trying to balance my hormones. So I was trying to avoid known endocrine disruptors. Some of the most famous ones that most people have heard of are BPA and BPS. And what I realized is that a lot of the things I was trying to fix for my personal health were actually like really, really bad for the health of the planet. When I moved out to California, the litter and the trash problem are just terrible. There's like plastic everywhere. And that's when it really all clicked for me that plastic wasn't only bad for my personal health, it was also bad for the health of the environment. Well, yeah, I think that is something that's um, that more and more people are experiencing now, seeing all the plastic and obviously um, being October this month, you know, breast cancer awareness. I think there's a lot of stuff that contribute to that, that we in our daily lives have and we use and we really don't know. So yeah, by digging a little bit deeper in that, you start to discover things that at some point I was like, oh, I wish I just didn't know like this product contains all of this because I love this product. This used to be my favorite product. But the more you know, the the better choices I feel you can make for yourself as well as the health of our planet. Absolutely. When we talk about living a zero-waste lifestyle, what exactly does that mean? Well, the simple definition is to send nothing to a landfill, but the more complex definition, the one that I really like, is to completely write waste out of existence. So you, on average, I've seen the the jar, the mason jar that you've got. For how many years have you had that jar now? Um, I've had it for two years I don't I don't keep track of my trash in a jar anymore okay um, but I I did it for about two years so you do then still recycle like some items that can be recycled but nothing goes to landfill right so yeah and I mean the goal of living a zero waste lifestyle is to recycle less not recycle more 
Because I feel a lot of the times when you speak to people and they're like, oh, yes, I use these plastic water bottles because I recycle them. So I think that's kind of besides the point. If you think of, you know, reducing your amount of waste, that would be obviously the the first priority and to refuse um, all the stuff that you really, really don't need. And the last, last resort for me should actually be recycling. You are the founder of one of the leading zero waste living blogs, Going Zero Waste. How did this start? Yeah, so I'm from Arkansas, which is a state that's not really known for being like the most environmentally eco-friendly state in America. And I just wanted people to know that no matter where they lived, whether they had access to really cool eco-friendly things or not, that there's still steps that they can take that are better for their health and for the health of the planet. And a lot of the steps are super easy and it's really a lot of things that a lot of people can do. I've noticed that you have some great eco-friendly Halloween treats for trick-or-treaters just in time for Halloween at the end of the month. Um, I'll be sure to try that out. How do you come up with these different blogs? Is it just like from throughout your daily life? How do you get your content that you write about? Yeah, I mean, most all of it is from personal experience and uh, or family from my family. And so I think about a lot of things. And as soon as I think of a question and I think of a solution and I'm like, you know what, I'm sure that I'm not the only person in the world that has this question. There must be other people too. So I just, I just started writing about them. And something that really helped me was that in the beginning, I was one of the few people that was answering a lot of these questions that people had that no one else was really addressing. And I also saw a banana song about the single banana. Um, (laughs) I'll be sure to link that one up in the show notes. That was very interesting for me because I never really thought about it. How did you go about creating that song? Yeah, so I'm kind of like a magpie for information. I just like, I really like reading and I really like learning and facts just kind of stick with me. I have like a really good memory. So I just like remember a lot of stuff and I majored in musical theater. So of course, like I love singing and um, (laughs) I heard this fact about... 60% of bananas go to the landfill just because they're like alone. And it was just like really sad. Yeah, that is. (laughs) These bananas. (laughs) Yeah, like they're going. And so, you know, and then I was talking to grocery stores, like the grocery store manager. And he was like, yeah, at the end of the night, we just throw all the lonely ones out. I'm like, what? Like, why? These are perfectly good bananas. They're just like being tossed out because they're lonely. And they don't think people want them. And I mean, that's obviously a super easy thing that people can do is if you're going to be buying bananas, just buy the ones that are all alone and you'll help prevent them from going to the landfill. And then, um, so the song is actually to the tune of Crying in the Chapel by Elvis Presley. So I didn't write the song. I just changed the lyrics. (laughs) And um, I don't know, I would just, one day I was uh, coming home from work and it just like, it just came to me. So I decided to sing it. And then I sang it on my Instagram stories and then everyone really liked it. So I made a video about it. And I have like a whole bunch of other parody songs that I just like haven't had time to film, but there's like one about composting and one about microbeads and they just come to me and I think they're a lot of fun. So that's amazing. Yeah, I think definitely, you know, after you you heard that song for the first time, like me, when I was standing there in front of the bananas, I was like, okay, cool. Go for the single ones. Let's try the 
the single ones and I had it in my mind. And so I think it's brilliant. And especially, you know, some of the other songs as well um, with children as well. I think that's something that is fun. It's a fun way for them to actually learn as well. And of course, the adults, because it just sticks in in your head. Like every time you go to the store, you do kind of remember that and um, remember then to make like better choices for Mama Earth as well. So for the past two years, I've slowly been reducing the amount of waste we generate as a household. We are not yet zero waste, but we're striving to be there soon. Like some of the obstacles that we have here in the UAE is that we don't really have any bulk organic food stores that we can, you know, stock up on. Um, So life has definitely been full of challenges trying to go zero waste. Um, I think when I go to the store and I'm standing there with all my containers and trying to see what I can get package free today, it's always a challenge. But what advice would you be able to give our crazy birds today to just start them off on a zero waste journey? Yeah, so I recommend that everyone start with the big four. And the big four is say no to straws, bring your own reusable bags to the grocery store, produce bags too, and then to bring a full reusable water bottle with you whenever you go out. And then the last one is to say no to coffee cups because coffee cups are actually lined with plastic. And so I recommend a double insulated water bottle that keeps drinks hot and cold. So that way, if you go to the cafe, you have your water bottle on you. You can just get your coffee to go in your water bottle. When I visited the US, they actually give you a discount when you bring your own cup. And I'm so glad they've recently started doing similar initiatives here in the UAE. Uh, So that can also be kind of an incentive. You know, you pay less when you bring your cup. And I hope there's more companies that get on board of that. Because I do think, you know, a lot of people are not aware that coffee cups cannot be recycled. So I think, you know, the more the more people educate themselves on things like that, the better choices they can make. And also when you do go to the cafe and you don't have your reusable container, you know, it might be a great opportunity to just sit down for five minutes and have a coffee and just like answer a few emails on your phone or just have a few minutes for yourself. I think that's that's another, you know, option as well. But yeah, definitely to carry all of those items. I think that's super, super important. Yeah, absolutely. So National Geographic had a very powerful front cover a few months back as part of their multi-year campaign, Planet or Plastic. You were selected as a spokesperson for this wonderful campaign. Would you be able to share more about how you got on board with this as well as about the campaign? Yeah, so a lot of people have asked me like, how did that happen? And honestly, it was, you know, they, they approached me and they were coming to interview Robert Reed, who is the PR person for Recology, which is the waste management facility for San Francisco. And Robert Reed recommended that they talk to me. So I'm so grateful. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> and um, so we got to meet up and hang out for three days where they spent time documenting me and my life. And it was such an awesome and super surreal experience. And, you know, they really enjoyed it. And then afterwards, they approached me about being a spokesperson and asked me to do some you know, a Facebook Live with them and then to do a Reddit AMA and then 
you know, just generally be around to help answer questions about that people might have when transitioning to a more plastic free lifestyle. So the campaign, obviously, they're, they're doing a few things during the year. And so you're very active involved with that. And would they be more talks and like with the Facebook lives and things like that, that our crazy birds can look out for? I'm not sure. I don't know. They haven't asked me about doing another one recently. But um if they do, I'll definitely be talking about it on my social channels. What would you say was something about this campaign that you felt touched people to strive to make a change in their lives? Yeah, I mean, obviously National Geographic has a huge reach. <laughs> They're like one of the most followed platforms of all time. And so I think having National Geographic cover it in the way they did, because the photographer, Randy Olson, was actually on this assignment for two years where he traveled around to different parts of the world photographing the plastic problem that a lot of us, especially in the West, don't really see. In America, we don't see our trash, right? The garbage man just comes, picks it up and takes it away. And he's showing like, this is where it goes. Like, this is where it ends up. This is who's sorting our recycling. This is what's happening in places that don't have waste management infrastructure. And as have companies have expanded into these other parts of the world without the waste management infrastructure, it's wreaking just absolute havoc. And babies are being born in the plastic and dying in plastic. And it's just like, it's crazy. Like the photos he took were just so, so, so incredibly powerful. So if anyone can get their hands on a copy of it, I highly recommend it because it really shows the problem in a way that most of us have never seen. Yeah, I think people were very shocked to discover the facts about this plastic and to discover when they throw something away it does not go away you know it ends up in a landfill the ocean or somewhere in the environment so I think that is something that we need to kind of break through at the moment because a lot of people when when I ask them you know okay you throw this away where is it going they don't know so I feel it's so important to see visuals like this you know to see what or our bad habits basically is doing to the environment and that you know leads to all of these other things if you look at you know all the um, fish in the ocean that's eating all of this plastic and then you know we eating the fish so there's there's this whole um, vicious cycle that's happening and if we don't step in at the moment and do something then, you know, we, we're going to have a very bad situation. Well, we already have one, but even worse, it's just going to get worse. Right. So, Catherine, I believe you have some exciting news to share with our crazy birds, and that is the release of your new book. Would you mind telling us a little bit about it? Yeah, so it's called 101 Ways to Go Zero Waste. It's currently available for pre-order on Amazon, and it's going to be releasing April of next year, and I'm really excited. It's very much a handbook. It's a manual. It's very true to my blogging style, so it's easy, it's accessible, it's fun, it's positive, and it uh, delivers a message in just like a really succinct way. It's also a ton of new information that you won't find on my blog. Um, it has about I don't know, probably around 50 new recipes um, from cleaning products, beauty products, food recipes to help you use up food scrap. I, I, It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun working on it. And I really, really think that people will find it really useful and really accessible. 
Oh, I'm very excited for this. I think it's always great to find new and inspirational things um, to to read. And then obviously with the recipes as well. So what type of recipes, just like normal, the cleaning products like you mentioned, because I saw you've got a few um, few that you already put. So will that be new new recipes as well or a combination of the new and some of your existings? There's about three recipes that made it into the book that are already on my blog just because they're that good. But for the majority of the recipes, they're all brand new. And so it's like new lotions. Um, I've got like lotion, homemade perfume, floor cleaner for the home. Also like ways to make your home smell better, like uh, air freshener for your home, as well as, you know, like a guide to like house plants that help purify your air to make sure that the air stays really fresh. You know, like there's only so much you can do to disguise scents, but really one of the best things you can do is just like to have house plants that naturally filter your air. Yeah, there's a ton of new information. So I think if you're an avid fan of my blog, then there's still new stuff for you there. Oh, that sounds wonderful. What has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? Well, you know, I feel like every decision that we make is is really important. And I think that's some of a trap that a lot of people can fall into is feeling like one person and like the small things don't make a difference. But really the small things when they're done over a really, really long period of time are some of the most impactful things that you can do. So whether that's participating in the big four or, you know, bringing your own bags to the grocery store, all of those things add up to a really positive impact on the planet. Catherine, we're going to move into our final five questions. So this is the five questions I ask every single guest. What is one social media account that you follow? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, you I'll, can I'll... mention a few if, 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 you, if you follow like a few, that's fine as well. Sure. So there's, there's, um, you know, something I love about the zero waste community is just like how supportive it is. And honestly, like I've made just so many good and like amazing, amazing friends through blogging. So this is just a few of them, but I really love Manuela from the girl gone green. She's always super positive. She's super amazing. Um, there's Christine from Snapshots of Simplicity. She's always just super nice. And there's Celia from Litterless. I don't know. There's just so many amazing people. Um, I have blog posts all on my favorite people to follow. So um, definitely go check those out where I just like list to everyone who's super awesome. What is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? Well, I just really, really hope that people will learn to see that connection. I think it's something that we're really missing is connection to ourselves, and then connection to others and also our connection to the planet. I feel like we operate in a very detached system where we don't really understand where our products come from. We don't really understand how we relate to others. And oftentimes we don't even understand how we relate to our own bodies because we're just so detached. And so I really hope that people will start to see how everything is connected, that their actions influence other people, their actions influence the world around them, their actions have an impact on the environment, on the planet. And of course, their actions have an impact on themselves. So I really hope that people will start feeling more connected and more in tune with everything that's happening around them. What advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? I always think it's a really good practice to start asking why and like really start to look behind the scenes. So really start to ask yourself questions. I always say like embrace your inner three-year-old. And so it's like, where did this come from? like anything like if you're sitting on a chair you should be like where did this come from like what was this so often we don't we don't ask these questions but like this chair was made from wood that came from trees and it's like covered in cotton and this cotton came from like cotton plants and like who grew that cotton and then who stitched this cotton and 
who assembled this and where was this assembled and how was it assembled and like what were the emissions of assembling it and then how did it get to me was it shipped over on like a freight liner and then it was like trucked to a store when you started thinking about all of the processes that everything you touch goes through to get to you it's pretty insane so I would just really recommend that people start questioning everything and the more you do that the more you realize how intensive everything is around you and it just really helps lead to kind of a more simple lifestyle um because whenever you start really truly looking at your belongings as resources rather than just things then you kind of have more of an ownership over them and you want to take care of them and you want to make sure that as they come into your life you are being responsible. Yes, definitely. That is for sure the case. And I feel, you know, the more the more people educate themselves on these things, you'd also, especially with furniture, if you realize that's the amount of resources that went into that, you know, you might consider shopping secondhand or, you know, just look at not throwing out stuff as easily and try and see if you can't fix things. What is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? Oh gosh, there's so many. (laughs) So one thing that I think is always super crazy, it's something that people always ask me about when they, when I talk about, you know, I wash dishes and, you know, I, I wash cloth towels and they always say something like, oh, well, but you're using so much water to wash those things. And I'm like, no, 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 no. See, this is where that inner three-year-old comes in handy because you have to embrace the why and the how. And um, what you learn is the water footprint of all of the items we use is just crazy. It takes three liters of water to make one liter of bottled water. It takes 37 gallons of water to make a roll of toilet paper. It takes eight gallons of water to make a paper plate. And so whenever you like add up all of like the water footprint of disposables, washing is like way less water in the long run. Catherine, where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find me at goingzerowaste.com. I write a lot of blog posts <laughs> and I have a ton. I have like over 300. I have a whole bunch of resources. And then also on Instagram, I'm probably the most active there. Um, my handle is going.zero.waste. Thank you so much, Catherine, for being on the podcast and sharing your journey with our crazy birds. All the best with the upcoming book launch, as well as all the wonderful things you are working on. We'll be sure to keep an eye on your blog and the social media and stay updated. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.